On today's episode, we are going to take a look at GameStop. They just reported earnings, so let's get started. Alright, so the first thing we're going to do is just take a look at the price performance that GameStop has had in the past few months, starting from February 20th compared to when the whole market started to tank. This company is before closing was actually up about 20 percent but remember this company did drop about six seven percent after hours and is sitting right now at four dollars and 62 cents and on today's episode what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the earnings results for this company then we're going to take a look at past revenue growth past margins growth and then we're going to take a quick look at the balance sheet and just valuations and just my thoughts on the company so i hope you guys enjoy before we go any further guys don't forget to hit the subscribe button the thumbs up and the bell it helps the small channel out so much and i truly truly appreciate the support and if you guys ever want to get in contact with me or want me to take a look at any company feel free to post on the comments below i'm, I'm very active there but if not you can find me on twitter and i actually have a discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join so feel free to join me there as well and also guys on the comments below let me know are you a bull or are you a bear with gamestop right now all right, so let's start off with this company's earnings results. The first thing we're going to take a look at is this company for quarter one reported non-gap earnings per share of a loss of $1.61. And this was actually a beat of expectations by $0.08. Cents. Gap earnings per share were a loss of $2.57, which actually missed by $0.43. Cents. Revenue for this company was $1.02 billion, and this is down 34.2% compared to same time last year. And that's pretty crazy. But remember, this is one of those companies that has been affected pretty heavily due to COVID-19 because this is one that was not an essential business. So they did have to close down some stores. GameStop comparable sales were down 30% compared to the expectations of 27.5%. And if you guys don't know comparable sales, that's let's say you have a store that was open this year and last year as well. With all those stores, you're able to compare how foot traffic has gone, right? Because sometimes some stores get closed down. So if we just take a look at the same stores that were here now and back then, there was a 30% drop. If you do not include the stores that were closed, comparable store sales declined 17% compared to the same time last year. So even if you don't count the stores that were closed, you still see a decline of the overall business of GameStop. One cool thing to mention though is this company did see a huge increase in e-commerce sales. For this quarter, it went up 519%. And right, this is actually pretty crazy. Um, and this is something that I think is very, is a bullish sentiment for GameStop because if more customers start buying, once you buy something from online stores, the chances of you buying from them again is actually pretty, pretty frequent, right? Me, for example, I used to buy a lot from Amazon and I just kept buying from Amazon and Amazon. Recently, I started buying, I, I bought a few things from Best Buy and now when I start searching for things, I start to go to bestbuy.com instead. And, and I feel like people are, are sharing the same sentiment. So if you go to GameStop and you purchase something and you have a good feedback with it, you're, the chances for you going back are higher. They also mentioned during the six weeks where stores were pretty much all closed, they saw over a thousand percent increase in e-commerce. And that tells you, right, that GameStop still has a huge fan base that is still willing to purchase from them even when the stores are closed. 
All right, so next, let's take a look at this company's revenue growth for the past year. Remember, for this quarter, this company saw a 34% increase. Is this, um, and in the previous year, in 2019, compared to 2018, this company saw revenue decline of 22%. So it's not only COVID-19 that's affecting this, just the overall business, we can see that GameStop is getting less sales every year. In 2018, sales dropped about 3% compared to 2017. 2017 was a year that it saw a 7% revenue growth. And normally this tends to happen, especially when when the, the recent game systems become obsolete and people are just waiting for the new system. New systems are coming out this December if everything goes well. I'm not sure how COVID-19 has, has pushed any of that back. But right now we are expecting new systems coming in in early in the holiday season of 2020 so for example people like uh, i know there's a lot of customers just like myself we're not gonna go and buy new games right now we're not gonna go buy a new system new controller when i just have to wait one year to purchase a new whole system so i this type does affect the the revenue growth but still seeing a 22 percent last year decrease in revenue growth is not I, I don't think it has to do with that i do think some other companies are also eating up some of gamestop's some of gamestop's market share next let's take a look at historical gross margins and profit margins in 2019 this company had gross margins of 29.5 in 2018 it was 27.9 and in 2017 it was 29.1 so it does seem the average gross margins for this company is in the high 20s next the profit margins like i mentioned the this company in the past two years has actually had negative profit margins and we see that right this company has also had negative revenue growth so in 2019 profit margins were down to negative seven percent and in 2018 to negative eight percent 2017 was actually pretty much a flat year and that shows right there is definitely a, a big change that needs to happen in GameStop um, if not it does seem like it's going in a really really bad direction finally the next thing I want to take a look at is historical operating cash flow margins and cash flow margins is how much of this company's revenue does this company keep as cash flow from operations cash flow from operations if you guys don't know is the amount of money this company keeps from its everyday activities in theory you want this net cash flow from operations to be positive because it means that its everyday activities is giving the company money unfortunately for gamestop in 2019 that was not the case and look we can see in 2019 this company had operating cash flow margins of negative 6.4 percent and every year before that you can see there has been a, a steep decrease every year um so you can it, it, you can by looking at this you can kind of have foreseen that gamestop was coming to to some bad levels starting since 2015 there has been a constant decrease of operating cash flow margins and anytime margins go down that's never a good sign for a company all right so next we're gonna take a look at the spreadsheet that all right so next we're gonna take a look at the information gamestop gave to us during their earnings call all right, so like I said, this company is burning money. And one thing this company definitely needs to do is just keep looking at their at their statements and see where they can cut, cut down costs. The first thing they are doing is they are trying to reduce their inventory. So inventory decreased by 43% compared to the same time last year, which is a good way to, to increase your cash and not spend, be spending more money on heavy inventory. So there, it seems like they're being smart in what type of inventory they purchase now. The second thing is 
they did see a 54 decrease in accounts payable compared to last year this means that they they're they're probably ordering less inventory right now because accounts payable is money they owe to their suppliers so if we see a decrease by half it means they're asked they're they're probably buying a lot less items again i think this is a smart move right because there's no point in having so many items in your store if they're not being sold one cool thing that they did mention is in australia where all stores remained that remained open for the business during the first quarter there was actually an increased demand of up to 35 percent compared to last same time last year and honestly i just don't know much about australia did they have other stores were closed that it drove more people to go buy to go buy games or were certain things closed that that made people go out to GameStop and pick up games so they can spend more time inside so i i do think this was probably a one-time event um so I, I i just wanted to let that be known but like i said i think this was probably a one-time event seen in australia next let's take a look at other ways this company is saving money especially right now with COVID 19 a lot of their high of high high leadership um, board of directors have taken a base salary cost especially ca cash compensation um they have laid, laid off some some employees unfortunately as well temporary furlough as well or reduced work hours and reduced pay programs gamestop also mentioned that this quarter they due to certain government regulations they did not have to pay their their landowners their landlords their the rent money so they are building up some of that payment and there has been an increase in that in their balance sheet and one thing gamestop did mention though is they do believe that they have enough liquidable cash right now to be able to survive the near future and most like i said even gamestop themselves are very bullish that once the news the new game systems come out it's gonna help bring back gamestop to to better levels so if this game this company can survive till quarter four which i think it pretty much could right now with with the amount of balance sheet it has um it, they do believe they things will get better unfortunately i'm not too bullish on that part right now all right, so next let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. I, I think this is as much as I can zoom in before um, before you guys can't see anything. So first, let's just stay, start off with this company's asset. Let's start off with total current assets. This is compared to a year ago, which unfortunately I like to take a look to a quarter ago, but that's not how GameStop wants to show it to us. A year ago, this company had about $1.9 billion in total current assets. Right now, it's sitting about 1.5. The biggest decrease in current assets by that 500 million is this company has a lot less merchandise and inventory than it did a year ago. And even though this is a decrease in total current assets, I actually find this to be very bullish because it means this company now is being smart with what they purchase and what they have in inventory. We did see an increase in cash and cash equivalents right now cash right now they have about 570 million dollars compared to 543 a year ago they did mention that they did pull some cash out of uh out of a credit about a hundred million dollars so again some of this cash comes from that credit line but it's still it's still this company still has a nice portion of cash now if we take a look at this company's total assets it actually dropped down by about a billion dollars and the two main reasons that it came down is that 500 million that we saw from total current assets mainly due to inventory the second is about 400 million dollars got crossed off from goodwill and this is normally what happens goodwill eventually starts to decrease and decrease eventually it becomes zero so to me there hasn't really been a big 
impact in their total assets even though it has decreased by 1 billion i don't think in my mind from looking at this there isn't no real real change that would really affect that would really tell me that hey things are really looking bad in the asset department but now let's take a look at the liability department first this company has of total current liabilities 1.5 billion dollars compared to 1.2 billion dollars a year ago a huge portion of this is actually money this company owes in current portion of long-term debt so this is just um, probably payment that this company needs to do on its lease and that's actually 417 million dollars and then it owes about 135 million dollars of borrowings under revolving line of credit so to me this is actually not looking good because this is pretty much all the cash this company has remember this company has about 570 million dollars in cash if we add 470 million dollars of long-term debt and 135 million dollars of revolving credit it's close to that 570 dollars in cash and to me that's not something I'm, I'm i'm happy to see so if i was to give gamestop a, a grade on their balance sheet it would be more of like a, a c minus maybe a d it's definitely one of the worst balance sheets i've seen in some time all right so finally let's take a look at this company's valuation this company's forward P.E. ratio is almost non-existent because this is a company that's not expected to make money. But a forward P.E. ratio for 2022 is expected to be 78. To me, that's pretty high for a company like this, right? This is a company that's going down in revenue. This is a company that has no profit margins right now. This is a company that's margins are going bad and the balance sheet is actually pretty weak. So this is pretty expensive for my taste. But if we take a look at forward price to sales ratio, this company's forward price to sales ratio is 0 0.05. And this to me is actually pretty cheap if we take a look at this valuation. This is actually extremely, extremely cheap. But usually when things are extremely cheap is because things are looking extremely bad for the company. So to me, based on the company's financial history i am nowhere near a bull i am pretty i i, I would pretty much stay away from from gamestop but there is one thing that i think gamestop has for themselves gamestop before covid19 was thinking of ways to re readdress their stores and one thing i think gamestop should do and it's actually one thing they're doing gamestop is known to be a game a, a gaming place so right now they're just a gaming store but there's so many gaming stores out there you can just buy everything from amazon that they need to be more of a community or a place where people go and play games and this is something that i feel especially with esports now imagine if gamestop held tournaments imagine if gamestop held board games it could bring a lot more customers into the stores and it can drive traffic and can increase revenue and i do think gamestop did mention that they're gonna plan on doing this they have concept stores like here look they have more of a esports of an esports type playground where they they rent out their their computers people can have come tournaments they pay for the fee they also have like game nights they, they reduce their inventory which i think if gamestop can go this way it can actually lead to a very very different business but a business that gamestop is already in and can actually transform 
pretty easily. But right now, due to COVID-19, I don't know how that has affected these future plans. This article here from was actually written in February 22, um, February 24th of 2020. So pretty recent. It was actually before COVID-19. Uh, so if I do think if this does, if GameStop does move into this. GameStop will become a whole different business, but I do think that business is one I would be bullish on. So right now I'm trying to decide would right now still be a little too early for me to purchase. And this is something I'm going to have to give some thought into. Like always, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much. And I truly, truly appreciate it. Take care, guys, and have a good night.